You're listening to Life Without Limits with Tom and Bunny. If you're under 18, this podcast is not for you. These are our opinions and what works for us well in the lifestyle community. You can see all of our videos and listen to all of our other podcasts at TomAndBunny.com. All of our podcasts and videos are brought to you from Tom's Trips, the leader in adult travel. If you want to travel with us, check out Tom'sTrips.com or call 800-285-0853 today. Now, enjoy the podcast. Enjoy. Hello. 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 So, um, today we're, we're going to talk about, um, are you guaranteed to have sex at a sex club or a swing club? Um, that would be no. No. So today I put a feeler out. Like little finger feelers? Like finger feelers. I uh, came up with this. I thought it was a cool little image. I thought it was too. You did a great job, babe. Thank you. Thank you. I I did a little cartoon image, put a little clacker thing for a video, and then the RSS feed for the podcast feed. And I put our cartoon character, and I said... We're looking for ideas for our videos and podcasts, or you could just listen to us babble. We always babble. Bunny's adjusting her microphone and equipment, if you're wondering why the... Oops, I forgot about that. She forgot that we're live. (laughs) I forget that they can hear all my noises. Right. So we're, we're trying these new little screens in front of our microphones, because before we... We had someone make a comment about how uh, Bunny pronounces P's and S's, and it pops the microphone. <laughs> so we got these little new little wind socks to keep the microphones from popping. Yes, but they're hard to see around. Well, that and Bunny might be a little quieter because I'm closer to my microphone and Bunny's further away. I am. I'm trying to be comfortable. Yeah, <laughs> she has her blanket on in her recliner just chatting. So, um, one of the comments I got back was we should do some feed, or, uh, podcast about misconceptions at lifestyle clubs. And it was very, very ironic. But today, somebody went onto our YouTube and posted a negative comment about one of the swing clubs we have on our videos. Okay. And. They said, the comment basically said that they went to this club and there was no sex going on. And how could they call themselves a swinger or a sex club if there's no sex going on? Well, it depends on the time of the night. Right. So, But it's awfully ironic because of all the clubs we've ever been to, I've never, ever seen that. Ever. Ever. I We have never been to a club in the whole United States and not seen some form of sex happening. Even if it's just a husband and wife. Right. We've always, our boyfriend and girlfriend, girlfriend. our husband and <laughs> side chick, <laughs> I don't just know. Somebody. We didn't ever ask who they're just having sex. Just a couple. Just a couple having sex. But, um, so yeah, uh, so when I read that, the fr- I, I just bring in this part up. I immediately contacted the club owner, the club manager, and their promotions and said, hey, you just got a negative comment about no sex in your sex club. <laughs> you, you might want to, because it's a public comment, you might want to go to the YouTube and answer that. 
Mm-hmm. Now, I had previously went on and answered it. I basically wrote a paragraph. I said, we've been there twice, both times. All the people there have been nothing but friendly. First time we went there, we brought our motor bunny, and we had a two-hour long line of people using our motor bunny, and literally right after the motor bunny, they were having a full-blown orgy in the room next door, and then it filtered out to the rest of the club, and there were people just having sex everywhere. Right, and then the second time we went, it was Well, I wasn't done. Oh, okay. Now, I, I know that when we brought the motor bunny... That that created a sexual vibe. It did. And I that may have been the thing that night. Right. Okay. Um, that was our first night there. Now, with the second time we went there. We went spur of the moment. Yeah, it was we, my birthday. Yeah, and we did not take the motor bunny. Yeah, because it was spur of the moment, and you didn't want to have to clean something over. And, and Bunny's over. job is to clean the motor bunny. Yeah, I get the great job of cleaning it. <laughs> and disinfecting it yes. and everything. Yes. I get the fun job of talking to people, showing them how the controls work, and getting it all set up. Yeah, so you know what? We're, we're hiring a volunteer. We're hiring a volunteer, but the volunteer <laughs> is to clean all the ejaculate and everything off of the motor bunny it's not a glamorous job people (laughs) so the second time we went there it was my birthday we didn't when we okay the misconception is when people go to a swing club that there you walk through the door to an orgy of people having sex and the second you walk through the door you're going to be jumped in the middle or they're all going to jump on you and rape you yeah that's not going to happen right so when we go to a club and we tell everybody this go to the club with no expectations except to have a good time Mm -hmm. if and play with your spouse right if you happen to play with somebody else that is just icing on the cake with a cherry on top with a cherry it depends (laughs) We have walked away from... (laughs) Not every encounter is a positive one. (laughs) But, um, so we go there on our, on my birthday, and we, we were just letting it loose. We were just having fun. Mm -hmm. We were drunk, but we, we met a couple the first time we were there. Yes, we did. And they specifically came there to see us the second time. We didn't. We knew that they were coming, but we didn't know that there was. We didn't have any preconceived intentions or anything. No, not but at all. A great time. Exactly. And we were having a great, 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 great time. And people were very sexual that night. They were very sexual. And we we ended up playing with this couple. Mm-hmm. Now I was shocked because I thought she was really forward. <laughs> Remember? Shock. Because well, we found well. The, the story is, uh, we're walking, and all of a sudden, she goes, hey, why don't you take us to your room? And I was like, wow, that was forward. <laughs> I didn't know Bunny had already invited him to our room five minutes <laughs> earlier, and she was just getting impatient, <laughs> saying, come on, let's get this come party on, let's, going. Let's go. So we, we ended up actually being swingers that night. <laughs> we weren't swingers the first night because we were working. Because we worked, yeah. yeah we, and we, when it comes to 3 a.m. after you've been working a motor bunny and watching everybody else have a good time. You're a little yeah, tired. You're tired. Yeah, you've seen enough sex you don't actually have to be a participant <laughs> at that point. 
So this couple says that they didn't see any sex and everything. And I, I, I contacted everyone. And then all of a sudden, the manager says, I can't see their post. And I'm like, well, that's weird. I even sent him screen. Oh, I didn't send him screenshots. I just copied and pasted it. And he goes, I don't see it. And he goes, hold on. And he logged off of his Google or YouTube or whatever it was. And he goes, I could see it when I'm not logged in. He goes, but I can't see it when I'm logged in. He goes, that means the person blocked me. Right. So that means that it was an intentional. It was a malicious malicious, post. Because if it were a genuine post, they would be wanting feedback from the club. Right. If you can't go on and post a negative comment and block the people that can either invite you back with some, I mean, help introducing you to people or whatever, but you can't. So he did more investigation and he found that the club was blocked and his other email was blocked. So we determined that it was a malicious post. Mm -hmm. But nonetheless, we do hear from time to time that, oh, I went to such and such club and there was no sex going on. So that's the whole point of this podcast is to explain that, you know, the club is not the whorehouse. No, the club is not. The club is there to give you the opportunity the to, means. M- to meet other people and to maybe hook up with other people. Right. But they are not there to guarantee that you are going to hook Are up. facilitated. No. So if you go to a swing club... You, you can expect, most of the time, um, a door person. Yes. Sometimes, maybe not, a bartender. Yes. Oftentimes, a host couple. Yes. And they'll show you around the club, and they'll make sure that you're comfortable throughout the night, especially if you're not engaging with somebody else. Correct. If you're, if you're talking to someone else, a host couple's not going to come interrupt you. Um but if you're sitting there by yourself with frowns on your face, a good host couple would spot that and come over and make sure that you're okay. Right. If you say you're fine or you don't need anything, they'll, they'll probably leave you alone. But if you say, well, I, I'm having a hard time meeting somebody, that host couple will most likely know all the regulars at the club and actually introduce you. Right. And if you could tell them about yourself they can actually pinpoint more specific couples to meet. But they're only introducing you to introduce you on a friendly level. On a like or um, common level. Yes. They're not there to hook you up with somebody. No. If they introduce you to somebody, it's not a guarantee you're going to get laid. No. It's just them helping you get your foot in the door and feel more comfortable. Right. So with that... We always say when you go to a club like that, if you're if you're not seeing sex, are you having sex? I mean, people are probably saying the same thing about you not having sex right. in a sex club. And you know, not all clubs, there's a lot of clubs that have closed doors. Right. So you have to go behind the door and close the door. Or be invited in. Or be invited in. The only way to be invited in is... To be friendly with people. To be friendly with people and actually meet people. Yes. (laughs) There's other ones. They have curtains. There are clubs that have open play areas. Right. But for the most part, most of your clubs, you have to go down a different area. They're not, they don't have open sexual content 
in the right, bar area. in the bar area. Most clubs. Most clubs. There are a few clubs that do. And um, when you, um, with the whole sex thing, again, not everyone goes to a club like that to have sex. No. Now, also, too, let's go back. Let's throw the concept back where people think that it's a swing club, so they're basing it on what their conception is from what happened 20 years ago when a swing club was just that. People went to go as swingers. Right. They went there, they played, they left, and they didn't even get to know their names half the time. No. And now it's a whole different... Now it's more of a social swinger. Yes. And a lot of times, even though that people go to a swing club to meet people, doesn't mean they want to have sex in front of other people. No, a lot of people want to go there and meet people and then invite them to, to a their hotel. hotel or their house or mm-hmm. uh, RV or somewhere private. We're that type of couple. Yes. We don't like to play in open areas. No. We don't like people that we don't know, are not attracted to, or have not met, or anything touching us. We want to actually meet people before we touch them or they touch us. Absolutely. I mean, it's very, very rare that you're in an orgy instance where hands are flying everywhere. Unless, but, yeah. And, you know, it does happen, and a lot of people will specifically look for that. Right. But you have to be I'm looking for that. I'm just saying it's, it's more yeah. of a rarity. Yes. It's, it's now. Especially yeah. now. Yeah, especially now. 20 years ago, God only knows. They yeah. were doing key parties for all, <laughs> for crying out loud. But yeah, no, a club is not a guarantee that you're going to that you're going to see sex or that you're even going to be sexually active. Correct. Um uh, I I would just say the best advice we can give you when you go to a club is go with no expectations, meet people. Mm-hmm. And when I say meet people, I mean meet a lot of people. Try to meet at least 3 couples. And by a meeting, we mean at least have a few sentence conversation with somebody. Just go, hi. That's not meeting. Have somebody. a dialogue. Have a dialogue. Um, because if you go up with no dialogue, I, I mean, uh, I'm going to go not off topic, but on a lot of swinger websites like Cassidy, SLS, a lot of those profiles will say, must be able to have a conversation. We had no clue how how re- realistic that was. Right. Until, yes. We started trying to meet people. Yes. And have a, have a dialogue. Have, find something in common to talk about. Talk about the other people. People love to talk about themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, just meet people. And the more people you meet, the more people they will introduce you to. Oh, absolutely. And I'm going to throw this one out there again, too. You know, if you're if you're sitting there, look at least like you're having a good time. If you're looking to meet people, look like you're in a good mood. Have a smile on your face. Especially at some of these clubs where you spend $130, $150 to get into. Right. Don't go in there and have a frown on your face sitting in the middle table. If there's tables that are four wide... Pick the outer table and mm-hmm. pick the chairs to the very outside. Don't pick mm-hmm. the chairs to the inside. Or like I like we always say, too, if you're having a bad day or if you're in a bad mood, then don't go because you're not going to have a good time and it's going to radiate. It is. It is. 
Now, here's something that me and Bunny do. Um, a good way to relate this. If you've gone to a swimming pool or a cruise or um, a convention or somewhere, you'll notice that people always try to go grab their chase lounge chairs. They'll go put their books on it. They'll put their um, towels on it or their cups on their tables and stuff like that. One thing me and Bunny have really kind of focused on is we do not like to sit. No. Or take up a chair or something because you become unapproachable. Right, right. You know, it's kind of like um, when you're working, if they say, if you if you can lean, you can clean. So right. If you, if you, you know, so if you're, if you're sitting, if you're, you're, not, sitting, meeting you're not meeting people. And um, keep in mind, I mean, when you're standing, you're walking around, and when you're walking around, you're not just standing in the same place, seeing the same exact people around you. Uh, I always say the arms distance. If you stand in one place, the same people will be arms distance from you the entire night. Yep, yep, absolutely. And they're the ones who will go home and say, I didn't meet anybody. Right, right. I always tell everybody, I know... Um, a lot of the women will change their clothes as the night goes on. Well, and that's a great way to also create this sexual vibe. Mm -hmm. So if if you're one of the couples that say, I don't see sex at this club, you, you can enhance the club by creating a sexual vibe. Absolutely, you can. Um, Absolutely. It also depends, I've seen at some clubs. Some clubs don't require people to dress down to go in the play areas. Mm -mm. We find that those clubs have less sexual activity than those that require you to be either nude or in a towel or lingerie. When you have those, like I'll use the example, Trapeze Atlanta. um, I'm going to use that one because you have to be dressed down. Correct. That play area is packed. Yes. I mean, it's the most packed play area mm-hmm. we've seen. Mm-hmm. And because we'll, we'll even relate it back to the days when we did play, you know, what do you in mean open. Did play? We still play. We just don't play, don't play in, as often. Well, and we don't play openly. <laughs> right. We don't play openly. Cause, yeah. We like behind, behind closed doors. Behind closed doors. But even back in the day, years ago, when we first started and we didn't care where we were playing or right. what we were doing. We never liked it when people were standing around us with clothes with on. With their clothes on. It, it did, makes it you feel uncomfortable. It did not create a comfortable vibe. Right. I felt like a monkey in a cage. Absolutely. And uh, I think if you are walking around in the play areas, dress down. Even if they don't require it, still dress down because you never know. If you're fully dressed, chances are someone who's in the middle of play will just ignore you. Mm-hmm. But if you're dressed, ready to play, boxers, lingerie, I mean, you don't have to be naked. No. I mean, I take off the black socks. I mean, I do. <laughs> but I, if you create that vibe and you're sitting there checking out a hot couple in the middle of the action, they might look up and give you the wink and the nod saying, come on in. Right, but if you're still sitting there with your tie on and your clothes on <laughs> your clothes. and everything, and are worse, you're out there like making play-by-play discussions. Right. Yep. Yeah. So. Yep. So create the sexual vibe. If you want to see sex at a swing club, 
it's everyone's responsibility. Mm-hmm. The club is just a building. Right. And, you know, too, you go back to the to some of these clubs, um, Freedom Acres. Freedom Acres could go from 50 couples on a weeknight to 200 couples on a Saturday night. You're still not going to guarantee, not even, it, it depends on the party, the vibe, on the, the vibe. The, that sexual act. Um, vibe has to happen organically. Now, when, you can't push that. It when has we to ran happen. Freedom Acres Club FA, if we had a, I mean, if we had our DJs were on spot, our bartenders were on spot, everyone was having a great time, the play areas really didn't get going at all. No. Because they, they were having so much fun in the dance area and the social areas that. That vibe was in their mind. That's was the perfect vibe for them that night. Absolutely, and that's where we bring in the whole thing that it's it's a social. It's all social now. Um, people go there to meet people, and and just have a good time, and they can hook up later. Right. Uh, there were other times where just the party just did not have that energy, mm-hmm. play areas would be packed. Oh, absolutely. I remember coming up one time on a Sunday, and I'm like, and I came back downstairs, and I'm like, how many people are here? And you were like, 75 couples. And I'm like, there is literally nobody upstairs. That's because we kept the DJing to Right, more, literally. I don't want to say mediocre, but... Literally everybody was in the playroom. Right. But on Sunday, it's a different animal. It was. <laughs> they it were was. there because they didn't get laid on Saturday <laughs> night. But, I mean, it's, and we just, knew that. it's just a different vibe. It, it is. So, I mean, probably if I were to run another club, I would probably have a really good start mm-hmm. and just probably bring the level of party down in the DJ booth slow the bartenders down, let guys sober up a little bit. And then really I'd probably make it to where right now, like our DJ went till three in the morning. Yeah. So when you got it and we closed at six. So when your party is still going at 3 a.m., at 3 a.m. people are like, they want to go home. Right. So, I mean, I would probably have a DJ open at eight, have a DJ till midnight, kill the DJ, have just house music put it on iPod or something, but not cater to a dance area because the DJs are reading the audience and their job is to put people on the dance floor. Right. And I would say, you know, play play music where people can enjoy uh, background music, meet people, and go down and play and close at 4 or 5 in the morning. That gives them four hours to party, four hours to play, and then go home. I do know there are clubs out there that will shut their bar down at a certain time, too. Just uh, mm-hmm. because it's just not necessary to have people drinking till 5, 6 in the morning. Exactly. Where at our club, you could drink till you literally walked out the door. Yeah. And yeah. that was a little bit... that Yeah, that was a little bit much. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so basically, if you're looking to start a swing club... That's what we would recommend. <laughs> so basically... Eight uh, at night till four in the morning. Yeah. Have your party pumped up till midnight. I'm not saying kill the party. Just kill the party vibe and then turn it into a sexual vibe. You know what? I think Club Sapphire kind of does Club that. Sapphire was great. That uh, At 11 o'clock I, at night, I think we were one of the only few people 
upstairs. In the... Um, I mean, they had a DJ and bartenders mm-hmm. and everything, but the DJ really had a lot of people dancing, and then probably about 11, 12 o'clock... Um, when it was standing room only I, I for the playroom? I don't even playrooms. recall <laughs> if the DJ was even playing at midnight. I don't either, because I was in awe of the fact that um, there was a the line to get into the playrooms. They had, I don't know how many playrooms. You can watch our video on Club Sapphire. But what? You had to dress down. You had to dress down. Yes, they had lockers. You had to dress down. And they're literally, they're, watch our video, Club Sapphire. They, the, the line going into the playroom, and at first when we were walking through, and we were walking through with your friend mm-hmm. just to show her. She had never been to, her husband, never been to a swing club, school classmates. Right. And they, uh, we'll give her a plug. Her name's T.L. Travis. You yes. can look her up on Amazon. She's a, an erotic author. Yep. Uh, spe- um, specializing in more bondage. Yes. Erotic author. So, uh, T.L. Travis. But anyway, she met us there because had, you hadn't seen her in 20-some years. So, we take her in there and we're thinking, all these people are looky-loos. <laughs> and then we kind of nudged past and we looked in. There wasn't a space available in any playroom. All those people in the hallways were waiting, were waiting for a place. <laughs> yes. And you know, it was the same thing in San Francisco. Yeah, Club Twist didn't even have a DJ. No. I mean, their bar, they had a bartender. Mm-hmm. They had a little munchies on the bar. Now, some clubs have full full buffet food. Some have just slight munchies. Some have chips and dips. Some have nothing. Nothing. So check with your club on food because you can get kind of hungry, so you might want to bring some snacks to put in your car for the drive home or you're going to hit Taco Bell. Or <laughs> I only say Taco Bell because it's in every state. But um, but for California, it's Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box. Tacos. You got to get Jack in the Box tacos if you're in California, <laughs> especially at 2, 3 in the morning. But um, no, um, Twist, they, they they literally, they opened at 10? I don't even remember. It was late. Yeah. And people came in, and there was a, it was a good-looking crowd, and there were a lot of people coming in. They were all just congregating on the dance floor, socializing. And about 10.45, 11 o'clock, me and Bunny turn around. We thought there was another exit. Mm-hmm. We, we were the were only ones up there because we were marketing Tom's trips. Mm-hmm. And so we decided to just shut our booth down, and we went into the play area, and the play area was packed, packed. and it was Everybody was active. Yes. Nobody was watching. They were participating if they were watching, it was because they were taking a breather. Yeah, and like I say, though, those parties have to happen organically. Yeah, you can't force them. You can't force a party to happen. No. Um, but, yeah, we, we're we definitely going to do a series on misconceptions on swing clubs. Yes. So this one is about not seeing sex in a swing club or a sex club. And I will just call BS on that one. because I'll call BS on that one. <laughs> Two thumbs down on that one. I'm not putting the people that put the negative review up on blast. But I'm just saying that if you read reviews from people that are negative, be a leader. Mm-hmm. It's okay to read the reviews. It's okay to acknowledge the reviews. But don't not go to a club or an event because one person had a bad experience and i'm an, and 
I'm a firm believer in this, and Tom and I, we do this all the time. As long as it's not bad for you or it's not going to kill you, if you don't like something the first time, you might want to give it another try because it might be a whole different experience for you, and you might love it. Yeah, give it a couple tries. You, you don't know if a holiday affected the party, uh, graduations, Easter, uh, Mother's Day, that type of stuff. That all affects Christmas. Uh-huh. Um, Christmas parties, anytime through the month of the December. The whole month of December, clubs get hurt on because the companies have their Christmas parties. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what we should do. We should do a podcast on the best times to go to a club and best times to avoid clubs. Right, and I'm but- not saying avoid a club. I'm just saying if your pocketbook can absorb if you can only go once every couple months what's the right. best times I, to go but i mean obviously there will be people pretty much every party oh absolutely and here's the kicker it only takes two to have a great party or four uh, we always say that we can have a good time in a paper bag right but what i'm saying is if there's 20 couples at an event or 200 couples or a thousand couples you only how have- many couples can you do well, some people want to do the whole group. Yeah, they can. That's great. <laughs> but um, if you meet one couple and have a great time, that then event was a success. A success. Absolutely a it was. A huge success. Mm-hmm. Even if you meet that perfect couple and you didn't have fun that night, that party was still... Or, let me rephrase that. If you meet that perfect couple and you did not have sex with that couple that night, but you still met them and you, you're going to hook up later on, that party was still a success. Right. Right. Because you met somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. The biggest thing is don't go with any expectations that you're going to have sex with somebody else besides your, the person that you're going with. Meet a lot of people. Meet a lot of because people. Because if you meet one person you didn't have sex, you're not gonna you're gonna have a negative mm-hmm. uh feeling. Mm-hmm. Meet three couples. I mean if you meet one couple and hook up, that's all you need to meet. Yep. Tom and I's rule is we always meet three couples. But if we meet one couple right out of the gate Right. We're not gonna distance ourselves <laughs> from one couple to go meet two other couples. Hey, hey, hold on a minute. Oh, Just well, give us a half an hour. Don't we gotta talk go meet to two more. Nobody. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about cock blockers yeah, we'll in a do future that. episode. One, yes. We'll tell you a story about Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so go meet a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Just because you may not have an attraction to one couple, just meeting them doesn't mean you have to play with them. No. But they will be introducing you, hopefully, if you make a good example or an impression, they'll introduce you to their friends. Oh, absolutely, they will. And... We always say don't take don't say take we don't take one for the team. Nobody takes one for the team. I mean well maybe they do. But <laughs> that's pretty sad. It is sad. That's pretty sad. That's pretty sad that somebody one of the one partner would allow the other partner to do it even though they they knew that they weren't happy doing it. Right. Let's just say you know, well, a great example of that. Bunny is totally excited about some guy and i'm not so excited about the girl actually she knows i'd have struggles getting an erection whatever mm-hmm. there's just zero attraction mental physical zilch nada bunny would never ever ask me 
to play with the person just because she wants to play with one person. Right. No. And I wouldn't do the same. I I, I do the same for Bonnie. But what I mean is I, I, I really, really hate when I see people say we don't take one for the team because I don't like people to make made feel less than. What? Plus the fact that if somebody says that they don't take one for the team and they turn you down, you're like, which part of the team did they not like? Exactly. <laughs> so that's a, heavy, a whole new podcast. Oh, that is? We're going to do it out as a podcast. <laughs> don't take one for the team or never take one for the team or whatever we'll call it. But I know <laughs> that's the typical lifestyle, but it's just like people don't want to use the word swing or they want to use lifestyle or now they want to coin a whole different word mm-hmm. because lifestyle is too old for them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but... um Go, go with the expectations of having a good time. Meet lots of people. You never know. Uh, be direct. Be very direct, yes. Uh, if you are interested in a couple, I understand, Bunny understands that there, no one wants to be rejected. And if you step up, believe it or not, that other couple may be waiting to be asked because they are just as equally fearful of rejection. And believe it or not, if you just step forward and say, hey, would you guys like to play? They'll either say, absolutely. Mm-hmm. They'll say, maybe later. That's not a no. That's not a no. That means that they don't. They may not have a full-on physical attraction, but they're developing a mental attraction right. as well. And that, But that doesn't mean to go back there in 15 minutes later and say, are you ready now? Right. Because you said maybe later. And it might be too early. It could be because some people like to party first and then play because mm-hmm. they have kids at home. They only get out once every couple months, so they don't want to just go play and go home. And they may might just want to know a little bit more about you than just your name. That's true because they want to have that comfort level. Mm-hmm. Um, if you and, and, and I do have to say that twenty years ago, people went to go to play. To play. They right. couldn't care they less. They care less. Now today, with the whole whole social aspect of it, people want to know a little bit more about you. They want to be more social with you before they decide to go and play with you. And we live in a very politically correct society oh, today, where before we weren't so politically correct. Correct. Um, speaking of politically correct, if, you, I mean, when you go to a club, you may or may not see people wearing condoms. Right. It's their choice. Yes. We, I mean, if you require condoms, be very upfront with the people before you get down to play. Absolutely. And like um, Bunny was saying before, I don't know if it was this podcast, but that if a couple requires, I no, it wasn't this podcast. If a couple requires condoms... And you're a guy wearing a condom. Don't put the condom on. Start intercourse and then mid-stroke pull it off and continue intercourse. Right. That is just dog. That that's just words that I can't say. Bullshit. That's just pure <laughs> bullshit. So honor the people. We have seen that quite a few times yeah. happen. Yeah. If you get your ass kicked for it, you can't blame yourself. I I don't know what you're talking about, dude. <laughs> But just be respectful of the couples are the singles that you're playing with. Right. And honor their wishes. Don't Absolutely. don't 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 decide for them. No. 
Don't take somebody's decision away. Right. Now, if you're in a club and you're playing, do the responsible thing. Clean up after yourself. Please do. Don't feel that you paid whatever money to go in there so you feel everyone should cater to you. And and, And I hate the phrase when people say that swingers are the cleanest people ever. Really, that just means that you've never been at a swing club when the lights have come on. Right. So a lot of clubs will have playroom monitors. Yes. And some are really good. Some are very, very good. But it's not the playroom monitor's job to pick your condom up off the floor. No. I mean, they'll strip the sheets. I mean, they do pick them up off the floor because you were you rude and dropped it on the floor. But please don't and do that. And you know what typically please happens? Please don't do that. People drop a condom on the floor and literally two feet away, there's a little garbage can. Exactly. I mean, I've, seriously. I've talked to club owners. that I actually talked to a club owner and they actually had like the... the fake flickering candles uh-huh. and she always had to pull them off of the candles what if they were real candles right oh you'd have burning cum rubber crud crusty right, gross you're gross now discharge hey stop now <laughs> stop now but but that's what i'm saying and pe- people think think what you're doing because would you want to pick up somebody else's dirty condom no so why does somebody have to pick up something that you dropped on the floor right so that ossel is i mean you don't want to step on that either no that's a very gross feeling been there done that been there done that and it's the you step on a used and fully loaded condom you know exactly what you stepped on and it's not a good feeling no People who listen this far in are going to go, this is what I was waiting to hear. (laughs) (laughs) And this is why they are politically incorrect. Right. Um, Other than that, I I think we covered that there is sex at every swing club we've been to. Yes, there is. It depends on the night of how much sex. Mm -hmm. The couple who made the complaint, there might have been sex going on behind closed doors because we know that that club specifically has several doors that can close. They do. They do. I mean, quite a few, actually. They have plenty of wide open areas. But you know what? It depends on also, too, uh, the wide open areas typically don't get going until later in the night. drunk and don't Mm -hmm. care. Right. They'll just, they're looking for a space and... Yep. So, and but I, I don't mean don't care in a negative sense. But they typi- don't care if they have a door. Right. Typically, early on, it's going to be the rooms that don't have doors or curtains that close. And then as the night progresses, it's more in the open. Correct. So, go to the club. Actually, enhance the club by actually participating. Mm-hmm. When I mean participating, it doesn't mean you actually have to have sex. Just... Meet people, talk to people, dance, um, smile, share, be smile, share shots with people, share your body with people. <laughs> I mean, for those who want to share it with you, but um, just have a great, great time. And if you have a great time at a club, tell everybody, tell everybody. If you didn't have a great time, try it again later on. Right. But don't go to a club once and. If you didn't, ha- if it if it didn't meet your expectations, start putting that club on blast because, again, they are just a means. You and everybody else there 
are the participants of the actual party. Right, and this is off topic, but and when I always say to try something twice, Tom and I have tried Alabama Mexican food three times, and it sucks. It sucks. So we're not trying it again. Never again. I think the fourth time it might kill me. Exactly, because it sucks <laughs> that bad. So see, bad. we try things more than once or twice. We miss California for the Mexican food. <laughs> All of our Mexican friends in California, we miss you. <laughs> Send me chilies that I can mix up with. <laughs> I would keep telling everyone we're going to open up a Mexican restaurant and barbecue smokehouse. Yeah, but I don't want to be tied to Alabama. Uh, we don't want to be tied to Alabama. <laughs> so with that said, enjoy. Definitely go on to Amazon. Look up T.L. Travis. Yes, please and, do. And support, She'd love it. Support her. Buy her books. They're not that expensive. They're no. a couple bucks each. Yep. And leave her great reviews. She works hard for her money. And when you leave a review, say, Tom and Bunny sent us. Yes, please do. <laughs> and if it's a negative review and you don't like her book, we don't know you. <laughs> we don't know what you're talking about. We, we just have nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> but also, too, if you're going to put a negative review on a club or you're going to do something like that, let everybody, let the club owners know. Actually, don't do it. Before you leave a negative review on a club, why don't you contact the club? Because these clubs can't fix it without you. No. And, I mean, you don't have to tell them how to run their club, but you could let them know, hey, I went there, I, I really didn't have a great time. Who knows? The club might invite you back free on another night. Absolutely. Just because you yep. did. I mean, they don't want your money if you're not going to have a good time. No. But they also can't guarantee you. That you're going to have a good time because if you're not going to allow yourself to have a good time, don't expect them to bend over too far backwards. Right. But also, too, um, another another food for thought for people out there, that if you plan on doing something malicious, uh, something like that post, remember, karma is a bitch and she will come back and kick your ass. Wow. <laughs> now, if you want to see... Some of the clubs that me and Bunny have been to, and we so far have videotaped pretty much every single club we've been to, mm -hmm. go to our website, TomAndBunny.com. Uh, next week, we're going to videotape, or uh, not videotape, videotape is so outdated. <laughs> we're going to run a video of Player San Antonio. Yes. We're excited. We, we, we weren't, when we went there the first time, we weren't doing videos of clubs. No. We were doing videos. But not no, of videos clubs. Of um, players in San Antonio was the first ever club that we visited when we started with Tom's trips. Yep, and we are so, and that was a year and a half ago, and we're just now getting back there because they're in a host of Miss No Swimsuit contest there to send a contestant, and so we got invited. We're going to go down there, and one of the things that we want to do is we want to show everybody this great club mm -hmm. yes very um, very nice club now funny story behind that club is the names of the owners <laughs> a little close for comfort yep so we we met the owners about 12 years ago in puerto vallarta yes we did and they this is just off topic this is our end of our podcast but um so we go up there and we introduce ourselves as tom and bunny and they said you're the tom and bunny everyone 
confuses, confuses us, us as because their names are Tom and Bonnie. <laughs> yep. And at the time we ran a club in California. And for 18 years. Yep. Well, not at that time, it was like seven or eight years. But um, yeah, so Tom and Bunny from California and Tom and Bonnie from San Antonio, Texas. <laughs> and they ran at that time players in austin yes so they've been around a long time they have been so and we and not only do that we get to party with them in sturgis again this year oh that's right a couple mm -hmm. weeks later so yep. so hey check out on our tomandbunny.com we, we list all of our travel where we're going to be if you want to meet us click on our travel maybe you want to meet us at players in san antonio or bbb in austin mm -hmm. and our nadia nolan's are up in Sturgis. Yep. Those are our next few events. and But we list all of our travel. As soon as we get booked for a date, we put it on our website. That we do. Tom's very good at that. I am because I want people to come meet us. Yes. Party with us. Maybe hook up with us. Yes. Don't be shy. <laughs> Don't be shy. So anyway, you guys all have a great night and look for our next podcast. We'll, we'll bring up another misconception about a swing club. Yep. And you guys have a great night and we'll see you soon. Good night. Thank you for listening to our podcast, and don't forget, book your next vacation with Tom's Trips, the leader in adult travel. You can book online at tomstrips.com or call 1-800-285-0853. And for all of our other videos and other podcasts, please visit our website, tomandbunny.com. Also on Facebook, check out Swing with Tom and Bunny. Have a great day.